Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Soldier Monkey Talks. Uh, I have a really good episode for you today, and by the special guest of Cooper. Thank you for having me. And then I'm really, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get right into it and let's just uh, get a feel for what kind of person you are with just by seeing how you came up with your gamer tag. Uh, sure. So my name is Cooper. I was born and raised in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I'm still living here currently in Seattle, Washington, and uh, I love it here. I am 30 years old. I live with my beloved girlfriend um, with my two uh, pets. I, ha I own a cat and a dog and uh, probably knows mo the most little thing about me in concerns of the show, at least, is I'm an avid gamer. I game every day and I am in uh, preparations of launching my new podcast here in, in the coming days. Uh, yeah, it's going to be called Game Acclaim, a video game podcast. And uh, this is just kind of a stepping stone for me to get ready to launch my own podcast. And I'm very uh, happy to be here once again. Thank you. Oh, man, that's great. It's kind of a thing. I, I, I am also in Washington, Seattle. It's, I love this city. And I'm really happy that you're going to start your own podcast because I feel like this is just really, it's really fun to do. And I really enjoy anybody else that has a time for it, you know? Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea you were from Seattle. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah, great. Uh, just to uh, kind of promote your podcast a little bit more, what is going to be your podcast about and like how, when are you planning to release it? So I, I, I've been in preparation to launch my podcast here for the past couple of months. Um, I'm okay. a full-time full -time student as well as a, I work full-time. So uh, if I'm being completely honest, I haven't had a whole lot of time to dedicate to my podcast, unfortunately. But uh, my podcast will be, uh, again, called Game Acclaim, a video game podcast. Uh, just basically my hot taste, concerns, thoughts, and opinions on the video game industry as a whole. I'll be primarily focusing on the three home consoles in regards to Sony's PlayStation, Microsoft's Xbox, and Nintendo's hardware, of course. Mm -hmm. um, nothing against PC. I just don't know that much about the realm. So uh, I would save that for somebody else who's a little bit more knowledgeable in that space. But uh yeah, I'll be offering my own game reviews, my own analysis of the gaming news, obviously with the new generations here launching next, uh, I guess, almost next month. Uh, in, yeah. in about, what are we, about six weeks away from launch, um, yeah. I'll be offering my own analysis on all of that, as well as a new generation here coming forward. So, yeah. That's great. And I would, I would be a listener for sure. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Uh, kind of going back to your gamer tag, uh, you did say it's Cooper. Do you have any difficulties uh, locking in that gamer tag on like separate games or other gaming accounts um yeah so uh cooper is my discord uh account username obviously here but um my i usually go by scuba koopa on my xbox my playstation as okay. well as my i guess you can't really have it on nintendo as well as my steam account <laughs> um I, I was a longtime uh, professional commercial diver, actually, um, for about five years. So I have uh, a lot of knowledge in as far as scuba diving goes, as well as commercial diving, I guess you could say. So my name's Cooper. I, I was a scuba diver. It just kind of just kind of felt natural. Scuba Koopa? Yes, sir. Oh, man, that's, I mean, when you first said it, I'm overthinking like the, the, the Koopa turtles from Mario. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I get, I get that a lot. Apparently, uh, my name in Japanese is pronounced Koopa. So, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's really interesting. And I, and I really like where that kind of came from because it's very similar to mine. Like, literally, when I was a kid, I made my gamer tag. I was like eight or nine years old. My brother asked me, like, what do you like? And I was like, I like monkeys. He was like, oh, what else do you like? Yeah. Like, you like soldiers, right? Just mashed the two together. 
Fair enough, man. Hey, if it works for you, it works for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you did mention right before the podcast that Resident Evil 4 is your top pick. Uh, this game did come out January 11th, 2005, and it's a highly received game. Like, this is by far my favorite Resident Evil game, and I think it's one of the best out there. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, to my knowledge, it's the highest rated GameCube game on Metacritic of all time. So, oh, and, and, and aptly so, and there was a lot of good games on that console, so... Yeah. Uh, what 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 does this game have that other games don't, and what made you fall in love with this game? Oh man, great question. Where to start? Um, I uh, I just have a lot of good memories. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I'll admit it's not the greatest game in the world. Uh, it definitely has its own flaws, of course. I mean, no game is perfect. Yeah. But I just have a lot of good memories playing playing Resident Evil Four. I've beaten it probably at least ten times, uh, start to finish. Uh, I've beaten it on pretty much every console it's ever released on the uh, GameCube, of course, PlayStation 2. I, I have I own it on my PlayStation 4, which I, I just beat it a couple months ago again. And I just love the mechanics. I love how the campy nature of it, and uh, I just I just think it's a hell it's a lot of fun to play. So yeah, and I agree with you. Like this is a game where like for I don't know what reason it keeps getting re- remastered for different co- for the like the next generation. I just recently picked it up on uh, the Xbox and managed to play through it once again like uh, it's supposed to come out i mean it's already out on the switch and i'm already thinking about playing it on the switch just because it's a good game i can pick up and just play you know i agree yeah and uh fun little tidno that uh, currently to my knowledge there's actually a sale going on for capcom on the switch so i think you can pick up resident Evil 4 right now for under ten dollars uh I, I believe oh man that i mean that's a deal yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 aged a little bit, but uh, apparently rumor is they're going to be remaking it here uh, in, in the next couple of years, and that's probably the game I'm most excited for ever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that they have remade two, three, and, I mean, you know, it would be up next if it, if they are going along this theme of remastering the entire games of their uh, series. Exactly, yep. Uh, this game is a pretty lengthy story. Like, what would you say would be your favorite and least favorite parts of this game? Oh, another great question. Um, I would say my favorite part of the game is again the mechanics. I mean, uh, to my knowledge, it was the, really the first game that ever introduced the over-the-shoulders pr- perspective that we see in pretty much. I would say a majority of the games we see today are going to yeah. be in that perspective. It's just really good for a view. It's really good to control the character and see the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would definitely say, I mean, that game obviously helped re- revolutionize that entire aspect of gameplay. Uh, Gears of War is what probably made it very mainstream and brought it to the masses. But Resident Evil 4 was the one that kind of uh, lit that whole initiative and started that whole process of us getting that a certain uh, camera angle. Um, I would say the my least part, favorite part of the game would probably be the island, which is like the last, oh, okay. I would say, three hours of the game. <laughs> I mean that, that's kind of the one thing that a lot of people rag on, so it's not a really, uh, it's yeah. not a, the the hottest take out there. But I just feel like they, you get, that's where it gets a little too campy, and they kind of lose the horror elements that I love so much mm-hmm. of the of the entire game leading up to that point. Yeah. But uh, I mean, overall, I would still consider the, the game a masterpiece, and uh, I I now kind of want to play it, <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I would say my least favorite part was definitely the castle part. I think just everything in that section gives me the gives me the heebie-jeebies, and just like I can't. Like, especially yeah. when you go to the, the whole section where you, I'm not sure, I think it's, I think they're called the Berserker, where, like, they're blind and they just by sound. Yep, yep. Yeah, like that. Oh, man, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that enemy uh, so much. 
Yeah, it's great when you have to fight two of them, two of them at the same time. Oh, yeah, like one inside the cage and one, one there's one outside the cage. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a great game. It really is, and I like. I feel like one of the, it has one of the best introductions for a video game, which like it leaves you off more like in a village and just kind of very mysteriously going along through this village. And like even Leon Kennedy doesn't know what uh, Leon Scott Kennedy doesn't know what's really going on. He's just trying to piece everything together, and it's just it's a huge mystery. And he's unraveling it as he goes along. Yeah, I mean, being a dorky teenager back in those days on my GameCube, that I mean, that's I remember that moment as clear as day, even even now. So, <laughs> it, it was a great, a great half hour opening, and it just never uh, lets up. So, great game. Yeah, uh, is there any current current games you're playing right now? Uh, yeah. So, um, I got I recently got back in a Call of Duty uh, modern or Call of Duty Warzone. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not that great at it. I, I took a couple months off. I'm a huge Call of, uh, Call of Duty fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently beat the Final Fantasy VII remake a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I enjoyed that a lot as well. I'm I'm really interested to see where they're gonna go with the with the next entries of the uh, of the game or the of, I guess it might be a trilogy leading forward. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, what are your thoughts on the new Call of Duty, and have you have you had the chance to play the beta? Uh yeah, Call of Duty. Are you? I'm sorry. You're referring to Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did. I, I did a good chance to get in the beta. Um, actually, I, I really enjoyed it. It kind of the the maps is what I enjoyed most. The maps are not. Uh, that was my biggest problem with the most recent Call of Duty, Call Call of Duty Modern Modern Warfare, is that mm-hmm. the maps just felt really sterile and they just felt like they had no life to them. Yeah. And uh, at least the three maps uh, that they offered with the with the uh, alpha is what um, I, I enjoyed most of the game. I really enjoyed the the game. Again, the the mechanics and the overall feel of shooting the guns in Call of Duty, are, I I feel like are still probably the best in the industry, in my opinion, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm not the greatest at Call of Duty. I'll be the first to admit that. But uh, I always have a good time playing those games. That's great. And I feel like with Warzone, it really is a, just a fast paced game and just. You can you can enjoy the game even if you're winning or losing, you know. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Have you happened to get any uh, wins on Warzone? Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, my <laughs> uh, my success rate is probably two percent. I mean, I've played probably a hundred matches in my life, and I've won. I think I've won two. I want to say. Okay. So, and I usually I, I play solo here and there, but a lot of a lot of times me and my buddies will get on and uh, and they'll help carry my ass to a victory uh, <laughs> here and there. But uh, as far as solo goes, I um I, I've won a couple, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely difficult. Yeah, it can be really intense, especially if you're like in the top ten and you notice and just like the pressure feels right on you. Yes, sweaty palms, man. Yeah, it's it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you did happen to mention that you're not on a uh, PC, but do you have a preferred console? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely do want to get a PC eventually. Again, I have nothing against uh, PC gaming. I just don't know that much about it, and I'm kind of hesitant to spend a bunch of money on a PC at the moment. But it's yeah. definitely something that's going to be in my future eventually because there are a lot of games that are only on PC, and I know a lot of people only play on PC, but uh, some of my friends at least. So. I definitely want to get in that space eventually, but uh, I, I've always been a Sony um, fan. I mean, I love all three of the consoles. I own all all, all three of the current consoles at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a PS5 pre-order uh, ready to go as well. I was not able to get a, a Xbox Series X pre-order in, but uh, I, so I'm still uh, trying to be hopeful to get one in here eventually before launch. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would say I'm sorry. My my current my current favorite console to answer your question is probably the PlayStation Four. 
Okay, that's great. Yeah, uh, I haven't really played much of PlayStation, uh, PlayStation after three, and I just uh, my brother recently pre-ordered the fifth uh, PlayStation five. I pre-ordered the Xbox uh, Series X. And I'm really excited for that. Nice, congratulations! I'm yeah. jealous. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, just going into like gamings and like kind of what their genre is do you consider yourself more of a casual or com- competitive player um unfortunately i had to deem myself casual because like, again I, i'm not the greatest at video games i'll be the first to admit it of course um i would i would love i mean i i would say i would say the best like, game i was ever at competitively and i actually consider going pro was halo 3 okay um obviously a lot of kids used to say that back in the day but i was i i actually i did win a couple of tournaments a couple of land tournaments and um i i would say i had a good two month stretch there back in 2008 when i was uh dean i was probably the best i knew of um, again <laughs> tens of millions of people around the world play play halo 3 so i probably wasn't that great in the, in the grand scheme of things but uh I would say currently i'm a casual gamer um i, I play for fun I, I play a lot of single player games so mm-hmm. as well I, I can agree with that. I feel like my competitive drive has diminished like over the years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you, you said you did happen to play Halo. Do you happen to play any of the recent Halo games? And are you looking forward to Infinite at all? Yes, definitely excited for Infinite. I'm pretty bummed out that Microsoft is pushing the release date of Infinite back. It's not going to be a launch title for the, for the new Xbox here in November, which... I got to give them a lot of credit for, uh, you know, that was definitely probably a hard decision for them to make. But I mean, they, they, that Halo was obviously going to be a console seller. I'm still going to be getting an Xbox uh, at launch if I can, that is. Um, but yeah, so I'm definitely excited to play Infinite. Uh, I, I want them to return to the roots of Halo and what makes Halo great. And that's the lore. Again, kind of the campiness of it. I feel like it got a little bit too serious with four and five. And the, the story's got a little bit too big for its own good. Um, I hear rumor is that Halo Infinite story is going to be a little bit more grounded, a little a little bit smaller. It's going to be more concentrated. And I, 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 from the gameplay and from what I've seen of it, I cannot wait to play that game. Yeah, the game does look amazing. I'm really surprised on how they're going about the game. I'm just assuming like how multiplayer is going to be free to play, and the cons- I mean the storylines be its own separate thing. I feel like they know that some of their fan base has not been there, you know, and I feel like making the game, the multiplayer free to play, it will definitely like bridge that gap of having more people recurring to Halo. Yeah, th- I agree. Um, it's definitely going to be, it's going to be interesting how, because I hear it's going to be free with Game Pass on the new Xbox, which yeah. is uh, also going to be selling a lot of, a lot of uh, subscriptions with that model. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to play it. Yeah. It just, it's just kind of crazy how like I feel like Game Pass in general going back to like bridging the gap, gap bridging the gap between consoles and PC. It's crazy to me how Game Pass is available for PC as well, and how like cross multiplayer is becoming a much bigger topic in gaming, and kind of having to be able to play like games across consoles. And I feel like that's a great thing, and I really appreciate how PC and Xbox are really working towards that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Microsoft is a profit-driven company, always has been. So, and they they know, uh, you know, they want to sell as many copies as possible. So, and you know, obviously, expanding your your entire game library to PC as well is a great way to do so. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I believe crossplay should be it should be a thing already now, 100% across the board for all consoles and all games. Sony's mm-hmm. kind of the one that's been difficult with that entire aspect of gaming. Yeah. Hopefully that, that's going to be changing here in, in the future. But, uh, yeah, I, to my knowledge, I believe Fortnite was the, the first big one that offered that. Um, and Fortnite's one of the biggest video games on planet Earth at the moment. So we're, we're, we're getting there, but uh, slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even with Fortnite, it did take Sony a while to be able to cross-play with, I believe, Xbox and Nintendo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, I feel Xbox and Nintendo have kind of had a buddy-buddy relationship the past couple of years. I mean, yeah. obviously, Nintendo Switch just got Cuphead, which was a, originally a Microsoft exclusive. Mm-hmm. And rumor is that Xbox was going to possibly get Mario games. And, I mean, I feel like Sony obviously has won the last generation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they've they've all done well, but I think it's pretty obvious that Sony has had had the most success the last generation at least. But uh, it looks like, especially with this new uh, Zenimax and Bethesda deal that Microsoft just acquired, uh, it looks like that could possibly change here with this uh, next generation with the PlayStation Five and the ne- next series of uh, Xboxes. Yeah, and I told I totally agree with that, and I'm really rooting for Xbox. I've always been an Xbox fan, and I'm like I'm just I really appreciate like I love what they're doing with like their brand and not really not really as much having like I, th- I feel like they're just trying to like not go along with the console wars anymore that i think they're much beyond that you know because they are sharing the games with multiple platforms first it was nintendo and now it seems to be sony and just i like how they have their games available for all platforms i mean i'm not really too much of an exclusives type of player but like if there's a game i'm really looking forward to i mean i would buy the playstation i would have to like acquire that game you know Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if it's good for Xbox, that means it's good for us. I mean, obviously, as gamers and Sony, I mean, again, Sony's is going to be my the PlayStation is going to be my favorite platform. But I, I still love Xbox, a good, vibrant and strong Xbox showing is good for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really I mean, as long as the games are fun, I don't care how I play them. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, again, a lot of people are thinking that with the ZeniMax purchase, the acquisition, the second largest in, in history, by the way. <laughs> seven and a half billion dollars when microsoft bought zenimax uh, and and all, all the eight studios i believe it was that, go, that went along with that That's crazy. um yeah it was definitely crazy i, I woke <laughs> up at like 6 a.m to let my dog out and i checked my twitter and voila zenimax is officially being purchased by microsoft and it just kind of blew my mind because uh, that was probably the biggest gaming news i've seen in quite some time but a lot of people are you know going online saying that Microsoft is going definitely going to win this following generation and all all that and you know maybe they will but uh as yeah. long as the games are fun I don't really care again where I play them mm-hmm. yeah I can I can go along with you on that uh, it's going way back to like your childhood and everything what do you think you what do you think your gaming kind of like solidified like what was your first console and like what was your first game that you played that was like oh like this is like this is it for me like you know i'm I'm gonna be gamer for life sure uh another great question um i would say a very faithful christmas morning in 1998 uh actually a funny story i have a twin sister um shout out to chloe uh (laughs) we we uh obviously were twins we we were kids at the time and uh we we both i mean i wanted a playstation for christmas like every eight-year-old did back then And uh, my mom got me as a joint press as a joint Christmas present. Excuse me. My mom got us both a PlayStation one, the original, the classic. 
and uh chloe played it for about a week and then i pretty much put it in my room and it, i deemed it mine so that was my <laughs> first console and uh my first game i got for that was final fantasy 7 which a lot of kids did that christmas and obviously one of the best games of all time yeah. and uh that just kind of sparked my love for video games and i've been here ever since that's crazy talk about like the introduction to video games on such a grand scale of a game yes sir yep definitely yeah. Growing up, what were some other games or that you did enjoy and kind of just like you remember to this day? Like you, I kind of like Resident Evil Four. Sure. Um. Yeah. Good question. I would say uh, I love the Uncharted series. I love Naughty Dog games. Mm-hmm. Um. I. 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 I mean, I. The Last of Us Part Two got a lot of hate online, and understandably so. There's a lot of flaws I, I had with the game myself, but I, I love The Last of Us Part Two. I love Naughty Dog games. Um, I, I saw with the recent uh, Tony Hawk um, remastered or remakes. Uh, actually, I haven't got a chance to play them yet, but I love the Tony Hawk games growing up. I mean, there was not a single teenager growing up in that era that didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tony Hawk uh, has always been fun. Yeah. Uh, I would say I, lo- I love Far Cry. I love the mechanics of Far Cry. Um, yeah, what, what are some other great games in my top 10? Let me think here. Um you happen to have like Bioshock on there or like any of the Halo, like Halo 3, Halo Reach? Oh, sure. Yeah, I would say um, as far as like memories go and nostalgia wise, Halo 3 is definitely my favorite. Um, I loved Halo Reach, though. I mean, a lot of people did. So, again, not the not the um, I'm not alone in that uh, in that opinion. Uh, I love also I love horror gaming. Um, Dead Space is one of my favorite series of all time. I really hope they bring back that franchise eventually. Um, shout out to Dead Space 2, which is which is my personal favorite. Okay. Um, I also love uh, Silent Hill. I mean, really, any horror game I'm there for. It's kind of why I love uh, Resident Evil so much. I, I love Resident, Resident Evil 7, and Resident Evil 8 looks absolutely fantastic. I cannot okay. wait to get my hands yeah. on that game as I was well. Just, I was just going to bring that up. I was like, how do you feel about Resident Evil 7 and the first-person aspect of it? And are you looking forward to Resident Evil 8? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Yeah, that was a, I mean, because there have been previous Resident Evil games that had been also in the first person perspective. So it was kind of nice to return to that. Um, And I just love the creepiness of it. I I, I think the game kind of falls falls apart in the last couple hours or so. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody listening to this that hasn't played (laughs) it. But uh, I would say overall, I love the game and uh, it's sitting on my shelf at the moment. And um, yeah, Resident Evil 8 looks great. Uh, obviously, uh, no, no spoilers here, but Chris Chris Redfield is in the trailers, and uh, obviously he's going to be part of the game. Chris is one of my favorite Resident Evil characters, so I'm definitely excited for that title. Yeah, I mean, th- that game, I feel like for me, has just been all over the place, but I appreciate every single game that's been out for it. And I have heard that they're making uh, some type of game where – I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure how how to phrase this, but it's kind of a game where like it's a multiplayer based game. You have like four teammates, and you have to kill down or eliminate Doctor X. I'm assuming like it's kind of like one of those, or like Nemesis, and like all players are controllable. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's rumors of that. And I'm like really excited to play that because it kind of reminds me of Evolve, and I really really loved Evolve and had a lot of fun with that game. Yeah, I never actually got a chance to play Evolve, but uh, I knew it was a very uh, hype, well hyped and very beloved there for a while. Until, of course, like like any game, you know, the play base is gonna fall off. I mean, mm-hmm. every single game is gonna meet the meet their demise sooner than later. But uh, from the people that I did meet, uh, I believe Evolve was actually made at Turtle Rock, which I believe was a Bellevue studio. Oh man, I did not know that. 
Yeah, I could be wrong on that. Uh, please, if you're out there listening to this, uh, fact check that before you go <laughs> and tell somebody else that. But um, yeah, I believe the guys, uh, they worked at Valve, which of course is based in Bellevue. And I believe they went off and make their own studio. And uh, I want to say it's in Bellevue. But uh, yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, I've always been like waiting for like a second Evolve game. I mean, besides the one that's on Steam, Evolve 2, which is literally just all the content for free. But I don't know. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Are there any games you're looking forward to? forward to uh playing uh yeah so from what at least for let's, let's go by the playstation 5 probably the the my favorite game i saw of the showcase the recent showcase that took place on uh, wednesday the 16th uh, that kind of blew the lid off on the playstation 5 officially and that's when we finally got a price and release date for the console uh november 12th uh, 2020 is when we're going to see the launch of both the uh, digital and the standard disc editions uh, i would say my favorite um my favorite thing that I saw from that entire showcase was probably the Demon Souls remake. Oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm not the best at the uh, Soulsborne games, but uh, that game looked absolutely phenomenal. I'm also really excited for the new Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I thought also looked great. Oh man, it's, you did mention Demon Souls, and like, have you beat any of the other Dark Souls games, or have you played Bloodborne at all? I have beaten Bloodborne. Uh, took quite a while because uh, I wasn't the best at it, but uh, God, that game is so damn fun. It's like $10 <laughs> now, too. You can get it on sales quite often on the, on the PlayStation Store. So uh, definitely probably my favorite Souls game I've played. Um, I, I've i never played uh, Dark Souls 1 or 2. Um, I did oh, uh, get rather far in 3, but I have yet to beat it, and uh, I could not beat Sekiro. <laughs> I am absolutely <laughs> terrible at Sekiro. That's funny, because it's funny you say that. Just I feel like Sekiro is my favorite one, and the only game that I have not played from that franchise is uh, Bloodborne, because, again, I didn't right. have a PlayStation, but, but my brother does have one, so I might have to swipe it just to play that game. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely recommend it. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean... Going back onto like the whole uh, Demon Souls game, that game does look amazing. When I first saw it, I was like, "This is this is incredible! Like, this is what a remaster should be," you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to like how that game does, and because right after that game, I'm sure their next game on the list would be Elden Ring, and then just that that's getting so much hype. Just I feel like. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that much uh, talk or, or really any details about Elden Ring. I know it, it was announced, I, I want to say, at least a couple of years ago. and uh, uh, But yeah, it's going to be a Souls-like title, um, or a, a, a Dark Souls-like title. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I definitely want to know more about it, and I definitely, I'm excited to play it. Yeah, uh, are you happen, do you happen to be a, uh, what's that show called, Game of Thrones? Are you a fan of Game of Thrones? I am. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge TV guy. I've only watched maybe five shows start to finish, but Game of Thrones yeah. was one of them, and uh, I loved it. Yeah, it's it's, it's supposedly uh, uh, George R. R. Martin is supposed to be working alongside to make uh, Elden Ring, which is I think is great. That's right. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's definitely uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you looking forward to any other games like Cyberpunk? Uh, I mean, Marvel's Avengers just came out recently, but are you interested in the game at all? Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm super excited for Cyberpunk. I already have it pre-ordered. I usually don't pre-order games, um, but knowing it's CD Projekt Red based out of Poland, I, I have yet to see them release a bad game. So um, I think that, I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm disappointed the game has been delayed, but I definitely understand, and, I, and I'm and I'm happy it's, it's it's been delayed a couple times over because. 
you know, a, a bad game wrong release is bad forever, but a delayed game that is eventually good is, is going to always be good. So I'm definitely excited to play Cyberpunk. Uh, and I'm definitely excited to play it on my PlayStation 5 because I hear it's going to struggle on the current consoles. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. The game does seem like it requires a lot of power, and I feel like current consoles does not hold up for that. I agree. Have you since you are on PlayStation? Have you ever played like any of the like these hit games like Fall Guys at all? No, actually, I did not get around to getting Fall Guys. Fall Guys, I forgot to download it when it was free. That's definitely a game I think my girlfriend would have a lot of fun with. She's more of a casual gamer. Um, she she plays a lot on her PC. Uh, she plays like you know Sims and uh, you know more casual mm-hmm. games. She doesn't play competitively, and she, she's pretty bad at video games. She'll she'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> but uh, I, I have not played Fall Guys, but I've seen from what I've seen of it, it looks uh, damn hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean that game is is a lot of fun. I would highly recommend it. It's kind of surprising that you haven't picked it up because it was free on PlayStation Plus, I believe it was. Yeah, it was. I totally missed a boat on that one. Yeah. Have you ever happened to play uh, the other big hit that's going on uh, going on right now, Among Us, at all? Uh, no, I keep seeing this game on Reddit and other places. I have no <laughs> idea what it is, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, oh, have, have you played it? Oh, I have played it. It's we, we, My brother recently just made a, a whole Discord server just for the game. It, it, have you played Mafia at all? Uh, I have played Mafia, yeah. Okay, so essentially the game is Mafia. There's, there's a lobby up to 10, and usually you want to have 10 uh, members in a lobby. And then you pretty much have like two killers and like every every single the premise of the game is kind of like your ship is stuck in space. You have to repair the ship so you can go back to safety, you know, back to wherever plan you came from. Yeah. And so like you and your crewmates have to finish these tasks. But, but there is two imposters and these imposters are going around killing everybody. And then like you have to uh, whenever you see a dead body, you're supposed to report the body and kind of talk about like who was last seen there. Who do you think it was? And then like you have to vote off. Who do you think the killer was? And then hopefully you don't vote off a crewmate, you know, because that's never good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, awesome. Wow. That, that, that sounds great. Yeah. It's, it, I, I mean, the game is phenomenal. It's, it has been in a lot more uh, since it has been released because the game, I believe, came out in 2018 with a solid of like 21 players. And it wasn't until like this year where the game like popped off and they're adding a lot more content now, which is great. That's all. It sounds like a kind of an untitled goose situation where <laughs> it's it was released for a little bit and then just just something happened and it just blew up. Yeah, and I would recommend playing it. It is free on uh, phone, so if you do have a phone and would happen to uh, play the game, I would recommend you to more than you're more than welcome to play with us. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Well, yeah. I'll have to get your gamer tag uh, after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, it seems it does seem like I'm all out of questions. Is there anything you would like to ask me or anything like anything at all? Um, uh, so you got Xbox Series X down the line. It sounds like, or I'm sorry, you was it you that got had the Xbox pre-order yeah, in, yeah. or was that your brother? I'm that sorry. was me. My brother got the PlayStation. Gotcha. Well, that's uh, do you guys live together? Uh, yeah. That's great. So hey, you'll you'll have both in the house. That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, man. I, uh, is it, why are you getting a, uh, sta- is he getting a standard disc or, or, or a digital edition on the PlayStation 5? Is he getting a standard disc one? Uh, that's what I got. Yeah, I just, um, I mean, I feel like eventually, obviously, we're going to be moving away 100% from, from physical media. But yeah. um, with this, I think that might be maybe even not even the next generation after the PlayStation 5. I guess the PlayStation 6 is what it, what it is going to be called. 
Um, but yeah, I, I love physical disc. I like having something in my library. You know, God forbid if the world ends, I can still you know play <laughs> play Resident Evil Seven if I want because I have it in, in a, on a disc. So yeah. Oh, I guess I do have another question. What do you happen to think about the design of the PlayStation and the Xbox? Um, I I love both. Um, the I got I mean I love the Microsoft Series X uh, from the get go. Um, I think it has a great look. I'm kind of concerned how big this thing is gonna be and where am I gonna put it because it looks like it has to be like it's like a monolith it has to be stand stood up. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure where I'm gonna put this thing in my in my living room, but I'll figure it out. Um, I the Xbox or the PlayStation Five kind of had to grow on me, but I think it's gonna be pretty slick and pretty sexy once it's finally in my entertainment center, um, under my TV. Yeah. Um, the Xbox Series X uh, has a lot to be desired. Um, in my opinion, I think it kind of looks like a like a ripoff, like a like a Hasbro <laughs> toy. <laughs> okay. I mean, the white with the kind of awkward black circle on top. I just don't really know what they were thinking with that one. Obviously, they wanted to differentiate it from the uh, current Xbox uh, One S, which is also a white little box. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, even the few mock-ups that I've seen since they released the pictures of the next consoles have been better than the from what the console are actually going to be but i mean they can be cardboard boxes for all i care as long as they're a great, <laughs> great way to play great great games so that's hilarious i do i do i do i do find it funny that how i think the playstation 5 does kind of look like a modem and i heard yeah. i heard yeah. that like there's news from like ign and other sources that that the playstation 5 is much bigger than the xbox series x which i think is kind of surprising yeah, I saw that too, and uh, I, I rumor is it's going to be the largest console ever released. I've seen pictures of this thing, and it's it's a beast. Yeah, it does have it does have a kind of like wing shapes and everything. It's kind of like very futuristic, and I can see where they're going with that. Yeah, I mean, I think they wanted to like different. They didn't want just like a typical box because they've done that for four generations straight. I think they kind of want, I mean, especially going with white too. Obviously, when we saw the white controller, mm-hmm. you know, six months ago, we were all thinking, all right, well, obviously the console itself is going to be white, and none of us were wrong in that regard. Um, but I think they just wanted something that was futuristic looking, different, and it's going to be a conversation piece whenever somebody walks into into whoever's living room. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you have any last words? You can go ahead and plug your uh, uh, podcast one more time if you would like. I appreciate it. Yeah, so my podcast will be launching here. I'm looking to launch next week. Uh, we're just looking to hammer out some smaller details, but my podcast is going to be called Game Acclaim, a video game podcast. It's going to be hosted by me. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be looking to upload an episode maybe two or three times a month. This is not going to be a weekly podcast or anything like that. But just again, it's going to be my overall uh, hot taste, concerns, thoughts, and opinions on the video game industry as a whole, primarily focusing on the three home consoles the, uh, in regards to Sony's PlayStation, Microsoft's Xbox, and, and Nintendo's hardware. So yeah, I'll keep, uh, keep an eye out for that, everybody. Um, I'll, I'm more than happy to come back here on this podcast. I had a lot of fun today. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Like, you know, just being able to talk to you is really like just a great thing about having going through your favorite games and what, what got you into gaming. I agree, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. And for everybody listening out there, have a great day. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast and game on. Hey, likewise. Thank you.